Good morning. You're listening to Morning Musings on Divine Mercy Radio with Matthew Hogan. And now, here's Matthew. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to Morning Musings. My name is Matthew Hogan, and I'm so excited today to be back on one of my Prayer in Action interviews. So at this point, over the course of the last month, I have been doing interviews from time to time with every single one of the team members from Prayer in Action. Unfortunately, this is the last one. I would love to say I saved the best for last, but they have all been incredible. And if you have missed any of them, I highly recommend you go and check it out at, on our website at dvmercy.com. So, without further ado, I will let her introduce herself, and here we go. Hi, I'm Jamie Kuhlman. I grew up in just outside of Oakley, Kansas. I currently am attending Kansas State University. I'll be a senior this year studying entrepreneurship and hospitality management. Oh, that's exciting. How did you get started with Prayer in Action? I first heard about it my eighth grade year. My sister went, she's just a year older than me, so I didn't get to experience it the first time with her, but I just saw her come back with my dad and they were just both so happy and so joyful after that summer. I knew that that was something that I wanted to be involved in during high school. And I first started going after my freshman year. And then you just haven't stopped since, I guess. Yeah, nope. <laughs> <laughs> went as many times as I could in high school. The summer I taught Totus to us, we got a week to go to Prayer in Action. So that was fun. And then I've been on the team for Prayer in Action for two summers now. Two summers in a row. That sounds like a lot of work. It is. It is. <laughs> but it's so worth it. <laughs> what actually got you to apply to be a team member? Because that's a big step going from just someone who participates in Prayer in Action to running the show. Yeah, I've seen the way that the Lord works through all the teammates um, in the past. And I knew that that was just something I had hoped that would happen to me. And they all were just chaotic and crazy the whole time. And I knew that that could be me if I tried hard enough, but just like the relationship that each of them made together as one team, but also with the Lord just inspired my heart. And I knew that it was the place that I was supposed to be. All of your experience with prayer and action, what do you think really makes it special? What makes it different? I think it's really just the kids. They all come in on Sunday and most of them don't even know each other. And then after Monday night, we send them out on a scavenger hunt and they come back and they're all best friends, which is really cool to see (laughs) because it's like within an hour and a half, their whole relationship with them has completely changed. And you just see that the way that the Lord is working through all of them. But another thing that's different is that we get to go and actually work on houses of people that just can't afford to have the work done or they're elderly and just physically can't do it themselves or things like that. And so just getting to see or to encounter all of these people has been really awesome. So with that in mind, what are some of your favorite stories from the last couple of years? Maybe a good place to start would be with like, would be with like a good story with how prayer and action really connects itself to the sacraments. Maybe it's a, what do you think? Do you have one of those? There's, there's a good story about Father Brian that happened to me this summer. So I went to confession and I, you know, sat down in the chair and I began telling him my sins as confession goes. And all of a sudden, Father Brian's like, hey, I'm going to need you to stop real fast. And I was like, oh, like, what did I do? What did I say? You know, and he pulls out his phone and he looks at me and said, someone was calling me and I wanted to make sure that I didn't answer so they couldn't hear you on the other end. I was like, oh, thanks. I appreciate that. So then he like straightens himself back up, puts his phone away. And then he goes, you may proceed. And I was like, I don't even know where to go from here. (laughs) Um, So yeah, but 
we have confession and adoration on Wednesday nights, and it's just a great opportunity for the youth to pray in front of the Blessed Sacrament, but also to just have that comfortable space to go to confession. And a lot of times with prayer in action, students actually end up going to confession here when they normally wouldn't in their hometown Mm -hmm. because they feel scared. Like prayer in action, it's actual title of prayer and action. Sometimes also, uh, sometimes also you'll see it referenced as or at labora, the original Benedictine motto of prayer and work. So how do you think the entire week really helps inspire the kids to live out those two ideals? Yeah, so the whole week they get to go out and work on the homes of these people. And so in that way that they they get to see the action part. And I think the biggest part of the prayer, yes, we get to pray in the morning with having mass and a rosary and reflection time. And also in the evening with our program where we sing praise and worship and just tell gigs or God is good moments. But I think the part of the day that inspires them the most is when the homeowner will actually pray with the kids, whether that be when they first get there during lunch or as they're getting ready to leave. Many times the homeowners themselves aren't even Catholic. And so when they say that they'll come pray with us, it's actually super inspiring for all of these children and the team, honestly, just like their willingness to accept the prayer that we're doing and to join in. How do you support prayer in action? Like what do communities do to help make sure prayer in action can actually become a thing? Because there's a lot of things involved to get numbers of kids out to a community and then find service jobs for all of them. Like how does that all work? Yeah, so early on in the year, the diocese will kind of get a feel for which towns would like to have prayer in action come, slash which towns can be able to hold as many people as we bring in. So they get a feel for that and see like how recently we've been to that town or not. And then once the towns have been picked, the parish coordinator kind of works along with the diocese, but the team leader, and we give them a list of like tools that we're looking. We're going to be asking for jobs that we usually do, so yard work or painting, and then just like all of the different things that we'll be doing, we try and tell them so they can stay as involved as possible. And that way they know like what our schedule is and how best that they can help serve us, but not be, you know, they don't always want to feel like they're the over overbearing mom. And so just working alongside them, making sure that everything works perfectly. So one thing many people have heard about is the legendary parent action skits. Could you take us a little bit behind the scenes of what it's like to actually create and perform those? Yeah, so we get a week of training and during that week, we spend our time figuring out a skit that we would like to do, a skit for every single day. And so it's a lot of just like brainstorming, kicking a rock around, trying to come up with literally anything. And there's always the classics that always get done because they're just tradition and you have to hold on to that. But then there's other ones where you kind of take an idea from one skit and then you take another idea from this skit and someone will have a random thought and we'll throw it all together and call it a day. Why do you think this connects with young people? Because many people nowadays would argue, oh, it's, go- it's going out and doing physical labor in the hot sun. There's no way teenagers would ever want to do that. But yet it seems to be, it seems to have over the years grown and inspired more and more kids to go out and give it a try and find that they love it. So why that connection? I think they're just at a certain stage in life where they don't fully know what they want to do with their lives and they still have the opportunity to just experience many different things. And for me personally, I decided to go to Prayer in Action because I saw how it inspired the older people in my community. And so I think like watching them come back from a week of Prayer in Action with their faith just so on fire is a good starter point for them. But then yeah, like at this age of these kids, 
They don't all have full-time jobs. They're not having to constantly work or do sports. I know it is a big part of their summer, but I just think that they have that free time to embrace what's going on in their youth program. And there's also not a lot of Catholic programs for them in the summer. Mm-hmm. Like there's Totus Tuus and Prayer in Action, but it just gives them another opportunity to be involved with their faith. Yeah. And one thing that a lot of people cite, I think, as another fascinating thing is the phone policy where you don't have your phone anymore. And so why do you think that is particularly helpful? Yeah. So the adult sponsors will take away their phones on Sunday. And yes, they kind of gripe about it because kids these days are almost addicted to their phone. But having that taken away has been such such a blessing for many different people. It gives them the opportunity to connect with the people that are actually here and to just be fully present and encounter them and the Lord throughout the whole week. And honestly, by Friday, when we do give them their phones back, most of them are begging to just not have it for a long time, (laughs) which is really cool to see. That's usually not the case. We will now return to the Sunrise Morning Show. 